Hi, this is Finley, and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpot. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalkpod. Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we're joined by special guest today. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Alyssa Brenner. There it hey. is. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Um, of the Andrew Sabo podcast fame, Alyssa Brenner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, that, that is. my start. Yep. Yep. That <laughs> humble beginnings. <laughs> humble beginnings on the Andrew Sabo podcast. Oh. And now I've upgraded to the Wad from Chalk Pod. Yeah. It is an upgrade. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Although, I mean, season two, all two episodes of it. I have a pretty decent production value. Is season no, three going to have three episodes in it? Yes. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. I, I am untethered say. to a contract. Don't make promises you can't keep, yeah. Andrew. Oh my god, he's made so many promises he can't keep with that podcast. Yeah, oh well, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That should be the subtitle. Yeah. <laughs> promises he's making I can't. promises I can't keep. <laughs> Alright. So uh we're we're discussing episode one ninety two. Uh modesty is the best policy. Yeah. And Andrew and I figured if we're going to talk about this episode, which is one that we really wanted to talk about, we need a guest who is, who is not a, a guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm we need glad a female. I that quota. Yeah. Um, we, need, we need a lens that's better than two, yeah. two guys mansplaining modesty. Yeah, ex- well, yeah. I, mean, I like, mean, it would be in theme with the episode, yeah, but. It definitely it really would, would be. <laughs> It it seems to be the best possible choice. Um, who are you? <laughs> These people don't know you. Who am I? The, the Chalk Squad doesn't know you. Introduce I yourself. I don't like that name. Listen, <laughs> don't at, call them you've the listened squad. to the you've listened to the podcast. You are a Chalk Squatter. You just don't I've know. I've listened it. to it occasionally. I am not a hardcore Chalk Squad member. Yeah, so. I don't know. Anything, anything you want to say about yourself before we... Um, I really don't have much to comment about myself. You don't All even right. know too much about me because I'm only going to be on this one episode. If you want to hear more about her, go to uh, the End of the Podcast. podcast. Yeah. We'll put a you link in the description. You can hear like a whole hour of me talking. Yeah. That's great, actually. I, I do like that episode. I've gotten That episode quite, quite got good. you this spot right I now. Know. <laughs> All right, so uh, a little background uh, about this uh, this track. This is off the album It All Started When, mm-hmm. um, which is the second concept album Odyssey put out. Their first being uh, album four, which is Fundamentals, which yeah. is like the Christian um, Christian Fundamentals episode. Yeah. This is um, the Christian Fun Virtues. Right, exactly. 
and it all started when is the Christian Virtues episode. Um, uh, okay. It is uh, every episode on this album begins with it all started when, and then the episode. Really? <laughs> yep. Including modesty is the best policy. Yeah. It's I didn't know George that. and Donna sitting. Oh, oh, every sitting episode. In front I thought the, the title of the episode. No, 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 no not the title. Like the the first yeah, line in the episode is it, is it all started when they actually say it twice yeah. at the beginning of this one. Yeah. Um. Really driving home the point. But yeah, it it first aired uh, April twenty fifth of nineteen ninety two. Okay. Um. So it's the oldest episode we've covered. Our only uh, Hal Smith wit episode so far mm-hmm. um which and... is the first wit just so you know okay there are three different voice actors for wit <laughs> okay well when you're voiced by an old dude and the old it's been going dies. on for 30 years the old dude dies. retires or dies sometimes <laughs> jeez such a dark start to the episode well um the uh uh so this episode is one where like so it yeah it first aired in the 90s they kind of aired it for a while and then it like is kind of on the back burner like it's not one that they They necessarily play play because they seem to be like a little bit ashamed of it like the last time this episode aired was september 3rd of 2019 yeah were you serious Wow. This episode aired a month ago, guys. Uh, yeah. So yeah, no, they have no regrets about this episode. They're still putting it out. Oh, they That's, should. They it should. Me, it has not aged well. I feel. It made me so sad. The problem is, I don't think that focus on the family has changed their stance at all. No, probably not. It was yeah. It was one of those things. Like I, um, they the AIO Twitter account mm-hmm. tweets out whenever like whatever episodes airing that day. Yeah. Um, and I knew that we were going to be recording this one soon. Yeah. <laughs> and then it popped up in my feed, and I was like, "Oh no, this is still they happening." They're still doing this. <sighs> That's really unfortunate. They are still doing it to them. So so yeah. Uh, over 27 years after the fact, this episode still airing. Thank goodness. Right, it's aged great. Oh, so well. Oh man, you've you've got no idea. This episode's only aired like 17 times. Yeah, <laughs> we That's should once uh... per year. Yeah. No, wait, no, 27 years, not quite. But yeah, yeah, it. Uh, they they have no regrets. However. <laughs> Going with our ongoing narrative of Hubler is the best person on the show, um, the book that he wrote, the uh, official guide, mm-hmm. does not mention, like, has this episode listed under the album, but has no anecdotes about the episode, because my headcanon is that Hubler's well, like, look, like we're, not, we're not touching that. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that. Like, we, we don't goodness. need to draw attention to this episode. It exists. That's, that's, that's where enough. we're at. Yeah. Great job, Hoobler. Yeah. Um, the Hoobs. It's, a, uh, it's an episode written and directed by Paul McCusker, mm-hmm. um, as is the case with most episodes of this era. A guy. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't have any female writers by at 92. Probably not. Because uh, Kathy Buchanan doesn't come on until, like, Novacom era, and I don't know that they had any others A lot of her. the Novacom era stuff, which you'd know if you listen to the podcast, was oh my uh, the, the Connie and Mitch stuff um, was all written by Kathy Buchanan. So. Yeah. 
They did have a female writer. I'm like going through here. And it shows. Yeah, no episodes on this album were written by a woman, at the very least. Well, there's only 13 episodes on an album. I mean, there's usually only 12. Oh, there's 12, sorry. So, without further ado, should we roll the promo? I think it's promo time, guys. (laughs) I have not listened to this in advance, which I usually do, so... Oh, boy. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey... That's some dress. Fireworks explode when Donna Barclay wants to wear a fashionable dress that her dad considers too revealing. Aren't you going to get dressed? This is the dress I'm wearing tonight. Wrong. It's a look at why modesty is the best policy. Do you hear me? You're not so special. Shannon. Shannon, what's this all about? Find out on the next Adventure in Odyssey. What a promo. (laughs) Yeah, that did not leave anything to the imagination. <laughs> that was a Marvel trailer for a promo. <laughs> Can you guess the entire plot of the episode oh, now? Oh, man. I mean, yeah. Hey, do yourselves a favor, folks. If you haven't already listened to the episode, just listen to the promo. Yeah, you get it's the It's not whole that thing. good an episode. <laughs> no. I mean, it's no. just going to make you mad, probably. Yeah. If you're anything like us. Just listen to this podcast twice instead of listening to the episode and this podcast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I won't complain with more listens. We should probably put, like, mental health hotlines in the show notes if people do that, though. Because <laughs> I can't hear myself twice. I can't listen to this show. <laughs> Poor Dylan has to edit it. Uh, yeah. Hey. Anywho. I do minimal editing now. Yeah. Well. I got We're it. getting better. Yeah. And styles change. Anywho. So the episode uh, starts off with... What I can only call QVC intro music, it sounds very, like, I don't know if this is a common across this album where it's so, um, I guess, theme-centric, where it's just kind of, it, I don't know, it sounds very, like, 80s television show, like, transfer to two parents awkwardly sitting on a couch being, yeah. or, like, parents, you know, kid right. sitting on a couch being like, oh, you know, Chad, you little rascal, you forgot your pads for football practice. And Chad's just like, but dad, you always make me forget them when you push me out the door like that. And, and then, and then like, the yeah. laugh track goes. Yeah. <laughs> ha, 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 yeah. Ha, ha. Oh, thank God this episode didn't have a laugh track. Oh, could you imagine? I mean, yeah. I can. It's just like, good. right off. It worse. Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat with this episode, it has like... The, it's one of the old school intros where they do mm-hmm. like clips from the episode. Yeah, um, that sweet, sweet teaser. And normally they like excite me for the episode. Yeah, and, <laughs> and this, this one, one I was like, me mad yeah. immediately. Well, because sometimes it's like funny bits from the show, and sometimes it's like really trying to hammer home what the episode's about. Yeah, and shocker. and there aren't funny bits in this episode. No, it, unless the, you consider Mr. Barkley's. Uh, morals funny <laughs> which i do kind of to a certain extent <laughs> actually the relationship dynamic between uh mrs barkley what's mrs barkley's name it's uh, george and something barkley. mary 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 barkley yeah their relationship yeah. dynamic is like wow is that how it's supposed to be i don't want it to be like uh, that yeah um so anyway so the episode begins with donna's dad walking in on her getting ready for the dance and yes. uh, Donna's listening to music, it's super loud, and she can't hear her dad knocking at the door, so naturally he just busts in, and she freaks out. She's like, Dad! God, I'm not ready! And 
hey! And then he shuts the door and leaves. So there's that. Which I think he should be the new voice actor for Donna. <laughs> Dad! <laughs> I want to wear my dress! Oh, man. Um, it's an episode, guys. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know, like, where, like, I mean, I guess we just keep going until it gets How icky. old is Donna? Okay, so my guess is, like, 10th grade. Yeah, that's that's about okay. where I'm estimating. I, well. like, when I listened to the episode, like, Epithode? I assumed. Episode? Episode? Episode. I, like, thought she was, like, middle school age. Yeah. She's a very young voice. Well, and I would agree until it comes up that Jack can drive. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, oh, oh shoot. Yeah. That makes sense. Jimmy's middle school, Donna's high school. But, like, yeah. it's only happening now that she's mad when her yeah. dad's in the room and she's getting changed? Well, no, it's more so, like, I think just in this specific instance, she's super insecure about what she's doing because what she's wearing. She's going wearing. to the dance. She's sure. going to the dance and she's... Her, her dad, George consistently refers to it as a slip. Yeah. Are slips yeah. still things? They're not so much a thing that you, like, wear under. No. But the, it is a style of dress that is, like, coming back. Yeah. Just like a thin, like, dress. Because yeah. slips are the things in, like, movies in the 50s where yeah. they're getting changed yeah. and they're wearing a thinner dress yeah, to put their other dress, dress over top of. Yes. I was like, I Which, guess... Why is that a thing? Is it for comfort or for heat or what? Um, I mean, it's like wearing an undershirt, I guess. It's just yeah. an underdress. Underdress. Which, undershirts don't make sense to me. <laughs> Well, the slip kind of like is more tightly fitted oh, to your okay. body, so you have a looser dress. That makes sense. That might help. I okay. don't know. I'm not an expert on 50s fashion. Hey, but, uh, but apparently George Barkley is. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Totally. He, he gets it. And he's actually God, too, because he knows exactly what is too much skin to show. Uh, oh, he's not he God. Is. He's just a man. Yeah. Which we all know God is as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus was a dude. So, <laughs> gotta be a dude. Oh God! Oh no! There's so many cans of worms that are all laying like half open. <laughs> yeah. um, we're gonna we're gonna be opening some worm cans this episode. <laughs> yeah, brace yourself. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna go on that tangent. <laughs> um, so, so Mr. and Mrs. Barkley are. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Barkley. Okay, what is it? George and Marie? Mary. Mary. It's Marie's your mom. <laughs> Marie's my mom. George and Mary are down there, and uh, and they're kind of like recapping what happened because I think Mary was like asking what, what happened. Why did she heard Donna freak out? Yeah. In the exact same tone of voice that well, I used. No, he comes down and he's like, what was that all about? She oh, was just yeah. like freaking out. It's like, it's this, it's this trope that happens a lot in what you were talking about, like your 80s sitcoms, yeah. where like the dad is just a complete buffoon yeah. and like doesn't understand. He's like, he's like, what? I walked in and she was just like in a dressing gown. Like what's weird about that? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no. Uh, That's so uncomfortable. I just, yeah. If I have a daughter, I will like interact with her in her bedroom as little as I can physically muster. Like, I... <laughs> that, I've seen it. I've got Especially sisters. Especially when they're a teenager. Yeah, when like, they're yeah. a teenager, like, I... 
once they get into middle school, like, no more, you know, kissing them goodnight, whatever. I'll throw a love note underneath the door or something. Like, I'm staying out of there. <laughs> I am staying out. I don't want to see it. I don't want to trip over their, you know, discarded clothes. I, I don't want It's no man's land. It is. Can you tell I have two incredibly messy sisters? <laughs> yeah, so what happens is then Donna comes down. Right? But, like, the yes. mom is so oh, understanding. I know. Yeah. The, the mom, mom is, is so best. understanding at first. Like, yeah. yeah. And then she caves completely. She completely yeah. caves near the end. But she's at like, first she is defending her daughter, which I love. Yeah, it was super good. It was, it was like, like, I even noted that. I was like, Mrs. Barkley was with her when she bought this dress. Yes. And was on board with it. Uh-huh. And George is like, nah. No, no, he, but he's like, the if, man of the house. He is the only say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, if a parent is there when you buy, like, certain clothes, exactly. that, that gives you the seal of approval. Right. Oh, my like, lord, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't really think that there's a, a male equivalent of this situation, at least that I've experienced. But, like... I mean, it might be Jimmy getting his ear pierced. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, well... <laughs> neither of my parents were with me when I got my septum pierced, and that, that got a reaction... <laughs> So, but if I had done that with my dad or something and then came home and my mom was freaking out and my dad was like, I don't really see a problem with it. My mom would be like, okay, I guess so. Yeah, it's the right off. So, so even before like that part of the conversation, George is, you know, talking this over with Mary and he's Mm -hmm. going on and, and, and she's like. Well, look, she, like, probably, it wasn't that, you know, you were in her personal space. She probably just wanted to surprise you with the dress. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, all right, interesting take. Yeah. But then Donna comes down and says that that was the case. Yeah, yeah, that she wanted like, to surprise. My hair wasn't done yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah. It's Tenth so... grade girl of her? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then there's a huge debate. In which Donna's going to wear this outfit to the dance, and George is just like, wrong. Yeah, just wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. happening. Not happening. <laughs> Not my girl, is what he says. Yeah, and yeah. that infuriated me. Well, and that's the thing. Like, Donna in this episode is treated like George's property. Yes. And I'm like, Oh, that's a problem with me. Like, <laughs> that is not forging a healthy relationship, I feel. And then, yeah, so he says, oh, You'll yeah. turn too many heads for the wrong reasons. Boys will be fall, falling all over for you, and I won't have it. Boys are going to do that no, no matter, matter what. what. I know, I know. And like, There's a point later where he says like they're uh, looking in the wrong places and think the wrong things. I'm like... No when matter I was what a 10th grade guy, like, I saw extremely sexual fruit, and I was like, hmm, well, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if you're wearing, like, a turtleneck sweater yeah. and, like, jeans. Well, and also, you're not responsible for keeping strangers, like, ah, like sexuality. This is the big, that's, I mean, that is the crux of this episode. Yeah, is that you it's... are responsible for that. Or that, like, by somehow... Uh, dressing a certain way, you are a bad person. It's or you're well, implying it, things about yourself. It's the implying things about yourself, but the other thing they keep hitting on is that you are causing that she is causing good Christian boys to stumble. If is that are. actually said in this episode? Uh basically, okay. because it's it, there's the whole thing where where George is like, hey, 
like uh you can't wear that like I'm a man. Like I, yeah. I, I know what they right. think. I know like, what, yeah. like I know what they're gonna think. I know what it's gonna do to them. And I took that as both as like they're gonna be super into you, and also lust is a sin, and you're causing that in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which well, and is that's a definitely bad way to go about things. Well, and it's like you know, let don't be a stumbling block and all that stuff. And it's like, really, is that is that really it? Like. Like, when we get to the pearly gates and you're sitting before the throne of Jesus Christ, he's going to be like, and then in eighth grade, you swore, you know, you used the F word 386 times and you caused 286 different boys to stumble because you didn't wear a bra. And then you just, and then you're just trapdoor pulled into the fire. I, I just imagine, like, God pushing you down the stairs oh. <laughs> and you descend into hell what if purgatory is just a really long staircase <laughs> it's just a, it's just a stair climber yeah that's exactly it well and like there's it's this this thing where like you feel like you are getting closer but you are so incredibly far away that that incremental gain does not matter at all it's oh. like, it's like if, I don't know if you've ever run on the treadmill and then you like, you're starting to feel it and you're like, whew, I must be pretty far along. And then you look down and it's like 0.1 miles in and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, it's, yeah. So it's then this, this debate in which like Mary eventually just cedes to George and is like, yeah, Donna, your father knows best. Yeah. You don't have to wear, wear the dress. jacket. You have to trust oh, your yes. father on that. Yeah. Wear the jacket. <laughs> right, the dress came with a jacket. Is this a thing? No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I guess this was made in what, 90? Uh, 92. 92. So yeah. in the 90s, like dresses with jackets were was, a thing. Yeah. Okay. But before they resort to the jacket, they were like, oh, dad was just like, oh, just stay home then. Right. Like if yeah. you don't, if you're not going to change out of the dress, right. just stay at home. Right, right. He was like, yeah. well, just go put on another dress. Well, I don't have one. And her mom's like, yeah, she really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she don't have anything. Why don't you make some more money, George Barkley? Bring home the bacon so your daughter can afford more than one dress. How about that? So she, she gets to wear the dress with the jacket. Yeah. Um, uh, her dad citing that the dress is... Just too tight and flimsy for public display. Which tight and flimsy seem like, contra- like flimsy is like something that's, it's not th- really no, it's sturdy. I think it's yeah, just it's that just it's thin. Okay. okay. It's like a, I'm imagining it as like a silky kind of material. Mm. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I was imagining like one of those dresses that has like kind of like cutouts and like around the rib cage or something like that. That is no. not the type of dress. I don't know. I have no clue. Do you know what a slip dress is? No. I established this earlier. <laughs> this is why Lisa's on the episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I had to Wikipedia it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I went down a I went down a deep Wikipedia roll trying to figure out I mean nobody in my family wears slips. Yeah, I don't that wasn't a big thing. I, yeah, I don't uh, <laughs> uh, um, so so Donna wears, gets the gets the uh, the jacket with yeah. the dress, yeah. and Mary says, "Donna's all mad," and Mary's like, "I know, but we have to trust your father about this." Yeah, the patriarchy <laughs> just riddled at this episode. <laughs> and then, yeah, she gets dropped off at 
the dance. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, the whole situation of trusting your father on this and husbands, like wives submitting to your husbands, husbands are also supposed to submit to their wives. Yeah, yeah, but he's a man. He knows everything. Of course. And like, but in this situation where there is clearly a woman who is better capable of understanding this situation and empathizing no, no, with their men, daughter. Men know everything. I don't know what... That what... explains why my brain's so big. My baseball cap. <sighs> it's getting tighter even as I'm speaking. Yeah, it's it's really, it's really tough because, yeah, it's portrayed as this whole thing of like, yeah, like, like, and also, yeah, it just, it seems so reasonable that Mary was like, yeah, get that dress, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, then, and, then and how is, the yeah, like the approval. fact that, that she has the stamp of approval and yeah, that, yeah, we've been <sighs> over it, but boy, is it icky. And I think the problem that I have the most with this episode is that George is always conveyed as the right force in this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Him and, and Wit. He's the hero in this story, and Donna is the young teen, and Mary is the unintelligent wife who doesn't quite understand that mm-hmm. needs her big strong man to explain it to her. Yeah. Well, and the thing on top of all of that that's like that's Later in the episode, George, like, says, like, oh, you know, we both were wrong and whatnot, or, like, we both need to work through this. But he gives no ground. Yeah, no. So it's like, he's like, I'm 100% right, but I'm also going to say, like, yeah, this is hard for me, too. I'm trying (laughs) to figure things out. Like, Mm. it's that... What we were talking about in it's like the false modesty kind of well, or... yeah. What we were talking about with um, Ben and Aubrey mm-hmm. in the Under the Influence episodes that's yeah. like so good about their relationship is Ben honestly feels like he's trying to figure things out and doesn't yeah. have it all figured out and is like willing to concede that. Um, and then we go to this and it's and like it's not at all. It's like oh, I don't have things all figured out. All right, then, yeah, so then we're at the dance. Yeah, then we're at the dance with Donna apparently roasting alive. Yep. Like, is, is like this squirt. jacket like a fur coat? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is this jacket? Yeah, I, that is my question. I, I imagine like a, like kind of a, a midriff level jean jacket. I, I wouldn't. Or like a, like a jean jacket. I don't know. That's what I, I often see. I know what you mean, but like. But you're wrong. Yeah. But it came with a dress, so like jean jacket coming with a dress. A dress. Maybe not. Okay, maybe it's like a cloth, like like a like a yeah. mini sweater sort of situation. I, I think like a mini like cardigan yeah. type thing to go with. Ah. Ah, because it's so scandalous, the person wearing it will most likely I, get cold. I had to do that. What? If I was like, when I was growing up and like, when I had to go to church, if I had a dress that had was like spaghetti strap. Yeah. I had to wear like a cardigan over it. Because you even were if cold? it was in the summer. No, but oh. it was just like just Yeah. Scandalous. That's fair. No spaghetti straps in church. No. No, no shoulders. Rule number one. Shoulders yeah. distract God and boys. Amen. I mean, good lord. The most sensual part of a woman's body is the shoulders. Those deltoids. <laughs> Alright. 
I don't know what to do so, with this. <laughs> so uh, Jack's there. Yeah, Jack he's, Davies. He's a reoccurring character. Yeah, uh, D- Davis. Davis. Davis, right? It's not Davies. It's Davis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jack is so nice. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Yeah. And then Donna just explodes. Yep. About like her parents, about the dress, about being super yeah. hot, and and Jack's like. Well, you know, drink some more ice water or something like that. Yeah, and Donna's like, like, I'm fed up with this. <laughs> I, I like Jack in this because it's not like he's agreeing with, like, her parents' decisions or whatever. Yeah. He's just saying, hey, maybe obey what your parents said. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like, like and just, then he says, like, what if they find out? He doesn't say, yeah. like, they're right. He's just saying, like, I, yeah. mean, I don't care, but right. they do. Right, exactly. Like, they're, you know, maybe... He's yeah. a very he's a very good guy in this. In this he episode. is, and yeah, and I, I was like, are he like? Were they trying to set something up there? Well, I don't know. They, I did a little bit of poking around, and Jack and Donna like do have some run-ins with each other like throughout the show. Like like that was maybe a romantic thing they were gunning for for a while, but then in the triangled web, Jack marries Lucy, so yeah. like, or gets engaged to Lucy. So it's like okay. I don't Apparently know. not. Yeah, I was like, yeah, which is weird because I also th- thought Lucy was more Jimmy's age. I mm-hmm. don't know. We'll we'll untangle some of this if we ever do more episodes of this era for sure. But, um, and so yeah, so she goes and then she takes off the coat. She's like, screw this. Yep, I'm too hot. And then yep. she's too hot. <laughs> and she takes it off and immediately is cat cat it's like It's the classic like, <laughs> like, like whistling like, dang girl. <laughs> like, oh Immediately, my this Lord. does not happen. No, no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> because it's a dance. It's got to be a dimly lit room. Yeah. There's like, I. I is it a just, dance? Or is it, it's like a social, isn't it? It's a dance. Oh, it's, it's a, a dance. dance. Okay. It's a dance. But, I mean, it's probably an odyssey dance, which means, like, ballroom? Yeah. I don't know. Swing dancing. Conservative people love swing dancing. They do dancing. love swing dancing. Because <laughs> you can't really hold them by the hips that often. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. one who did it. Homeschoolers all swing dance. Yep. They do. Yep. It's real bad. It's so cringy. <sighs> but, but, yeah, it's just this, yeah, it's this hilarious exaggeration where it's like, Take it off. Yeah. Take off yeah. a jacket and immediately everyone in the room like turns their head and is like <gasps> Yeah. But like this is the type of like dress all the other girls are probably wearing. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what she So said. why does it matter if she takes her jacket off and she's wearing like Because she's a good Christian girl. Oh and my then God. she takes it off and Aren't it's like, they oh living my in a Lord. good Christian town? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the there is a level to that though where I was kinda like all right, like, I kind of see what they're going for because they talk about it later where mm-hmm. Jack's like, yeah, but, like, you were the one person who, like, didn't, didn't. or, like, you always kind of had your your own thing. And it's, like, it's, well, it's the cliche thing yes. of, like, you oh, know, frumpy, frumpy nerd girl who then, like, straightens her hair and takes, takes her off. glasses yeah. off and suddenly Princess, everyone's, like... Princess Diaries. Yeah. Or uh, that Taylor Swift mu- music video. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That one's even worse. That one's so good. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, I like but like it is, it is that like super trope from like yeah. every Disney movie, mm-hmm. like yeah. or like every like Disney Channel movie, especially. Yeah, like, she takes off the jacket and suddenly like her hair gets six inches longer <laughs> and blonde, <laughs> and it's just like, dang. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It would have been so funny if they had just like switched voice actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Which, uh, according to the. Uh, the art on like the classic uh art for donna she mm-hmm. is like pretty attractive is she really let me oh, see yeah i love the cross necklace on her uh i guess she's got some really <laughs> weird feet situations <laughs> not 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 andrew's thing no, no it's no, like no, a forest come <laughs> yeah i need some i need some short hair up in here she got too much hair mm. yeah but i mean she's she's a christian mm. They can't cut their hair short. That's nope. that's true. If they do, they have to wear a cover. I forget how that. No, wait. They can have their hair short. Otherwise, they have to okay. wear a covering. Yes. Is that is that how yes. the New Testament works? Yes. I Thanks, think I'm Paul. right. More mansplaining. <laughs> oh, Paul. Oh, Paul. <laughs> we are, so add that to the can of worms that's sitting half open. Oh yeah, I mean this <laughs> the the scripture reference for this episode is from First Timothy. You want to cover it now? Later. 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 All right. We'll get through the plot. Yeah. Um, and so Donna... So basically, um, then at the end of the dance, uh, Jack takes her home. Wait, doesn't Shannon come up to Donna? Oh, that, no, that's that's the next day. That's the it? next day. That's but the next day does, at school. Yeah, no, Brad doesn't say anything here. How does that... No, Jack is saying something like... like you know, your parents are going to find yeah. out or whatever. And then you kind of hear, like, voices in the background being like, wow, you look great, and stuff yep. like that. And then it cuts to Donna's monologue being like, so many people wanted to talk to me yep. and all this Never stuff. felt more popular. Yeah, I've never felt more popular. And, like, you know... If a change of outfit is all that it takes to become popular... I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm... <laughs> I am wearing that outfit. Yeah, I... I don't know. Uh... Um, yeah, Andrew's so I, not going to dress for popularity. No, never. Never have, never will. What, what do you think the one outfit that would make you popular would be, Andrew? That I own? No, no, like what, uh, what outfit do you think you would wear that would make you like that more des- much more desirable? Oh, maybe... I think it depends on where I'm going. If I'm going to school or something like that, that's a different. Yeah. That's a different. If you're outfit. going to nursing school. Yeah, if I'm going to nursing school, show up with some. Showed up to clinicals. 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 Just get some like tie dye scrubs. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 You got to get the really. You got to get like the Grey's Anatomy scrubs that like fit tight around your pecs, and then you got to get the uh, the jogger scrubs that cinch in at the yes. bottom with like the elastic, and then you got to wear like really aggressively white shoes. And okay. uh, and have like at least two visible tattoos, and and three v- invisible ones, and three not visible tattoos that you can be like, oh yeah, here's my eight pack, but also you know my mom's fingerprint on my <laughs> chest. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the play. That's how you, that's how you get cool at nursing school. Thanks for listening to the Watt Fan Chalkbot. Oh man, this episode's gonna be the end of us. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, 
So, yeah, Jack does drive Donna home. Mm-hmm. Um, and she walks in to her dad mm. sitting there wanting to talk to her. Classic trope of, like, sitting there with, like, an overhanging light on. Well, he was yeah. supposed to pick her up. Yeah, I and know. And she never called. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that he was, like, like checking up on her. He just mm. wanted to, like, I don't know. He says, like, ah, I wanted to, you know talk to you and like clear the air you know before you went to bed and all that like i've been thinking a lot about what we were talking about and then proceeds to say see what you and a lot of other girls don't understand yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's like you don't understand because you know you're a woman but like your 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 outfits are causing men to sin yeah and you need to not do that like i'm i'm the uterus is just getting in the way, so, like, I, let me explain to you. <laughs> let me tell you why. Why you're wrong. It's okay. You can't understand. So then he has, like, uh, George is talking to Donna, and he's like, you know, be patient with me because I'm learning, but also, like, you, you I've already got it, it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, I've, I've got it figured out. <laughs> I'm like, not you... learning. I know exactly what's happening. But, and that's the thing. That's like, that's Odyssey trying to be like, oh, George is just a dad doing his best, and this is uncomfortable for him because he's a dude, but, right. you know, he knows what's best for his daughter. <sighs> and this is where the disagreement happens. Um, yeah, that whole just the, the thing of like, I don't know, like he's so. He, like, as, like, the, like, ultra-conservative Christian man, he is called to, like, have complete control over the bodies of, like, the women in his life, but also he is called to not know anything about said bodies. Exactly. I feel like this is constantly the thing with these sorts of storylines is it's like, look, I get to set the rules, but I also don't put in any research. Yeah, and I know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) And exactly that. And and just the whole, like, you know, Mrs. Barkley just being supportive of Donna and then just disappearing in this storyline when... When there's a kind of, like, disagreement, she's like, okay, I submit to my husband, you know, whatever he says goes. And, uh, you know, despite whether I actually disagree with it or not. Um, yeah. And so then it goes to school, right? Yep. And Where Shannon and Donna. <laughs> Shannon corners Donna. Yep. Um, about losing Brad over a dress. That was some dress you were wearing. Yeah. <laughs> that was some dress you were wearing. I don't want to lose Brad. I I would say, like, how insecure is Shannon, except that apparently it works. Yeah, it definitely No, Brad's does. just awful. <laughs> yeah, Brad's a terrible person. Which was yes. one of my notes where I'm like, geez, I mean, if Brad is leaving you for somebody that he saw it as a dance that was hotter, like, wearing he's, a, he's not hotter a good man. Only because she was wearing that dress. That dress. Dress. Well, yeah, and Shannon starts it off with this thing of being like, "Oh, like I need to get myself one because yeah, so you know Brad's Brad. eyes were like coming out of his head looking at you." Yeah, which <laughs> girls don't talk like that, right? No, most of the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's once again that like sitcommy trope of like, "Hey, girls can't be friends; they have to constantly be fighting over boys." Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And if they are friends, they're like, 
eating cookie dough and crying together because their boyfriends broke up with them, and that's the only reason they can be friends is because there's no boys involved. Or you have the really difficult situation where the boyfriend breaks up with one of them to go out with the other friend, but the ex doesn't know. Oh, Oh, that's a really good one. That's some real sitcom right there. That's some Nick at Night crap right there. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Full House? Yeah. Oh, What a show. Man, I watch so much Full House. My brother hates it. But have you watched Fuller House? No, yes. I watched I watched one episode and immediately stopped because I watched because two I seasons. <laughs> one episode and I hate it. I watched I I I was like, "All right, I'm going to give this a chance to get better. Watch the first season." Then the sec it was bad. And I was like, "Okay, well there's a new season come out. Maybe it gets better." And then I watched like half of it. And I was like, "No, no more." Yeah. Um so we go from there to Wits End, right? Yeah. Lisa, we'll let you take the lead on this. How do you feel about Wit in this scene? I hate him. Well, okay, so we have to set the scene. Jack is... Donna's um, going to go shopping with Jack. Yeah. And so they're meeting at Wit's end. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually before they even, like, set up the shopping. Jack just, like, basically wants a wit's end date with yeah. donna yeah yeah yeah. Um, but he's late and so donna's talking to wit yes no wait brad was gonna meet her at no, no, no that's that's the that's next, the day. next day? day oh she's yeah. popular and oh has no homework because the next day she's a hoe it's all because of the dress this is the episode where or this is the part of the episode where wit and jack are talking about how much donna has grown up and how pretty she is oh my god and then wit calls her attractive and i got so oh nervous. it's very uncomfortable like listen i understand like the whole like you want to address the fact that she looks more mature or something like that you say beautiful that's the you word you not use call her attractive yeah, that's actually, God. that's fair. Like, you do not call a minor girl that you have literally known since she was in sixth grade, who all of a sudden is wearing a right. miniskirt, attractive. Right, especially when you are, like, the town's father figure. Exactly. Oh, God, is Wit gonna get me too <laughs> Well, like, <laughs> I want to me too it. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's so uncomfortable. It's yeah. just like... It is absolutely... Just even if you are, like, a father figure in the town and, like, people go to you for advice... Yeah. You don't make a comment about this. Well, okay, so so it starts out by him saying, your outfit is very... Was it modern? modern. Yeah, he says... Modern. modern. Yeah. Which, and he says it with, like, an inflection where it's, like, kind of critical but not really. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can... I can Looks work modern. with this. Like, you know, that's some subtle... Whatever, and then he just proceeds to be like, "Well, you know, you're growing up, and you're you're growing into a very attractive young lady," and that's where I jump off the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh God, Wit, stop, stop talking!" I, like, I'm uncomfortable with Wit as a sexual being on every level. Yes. Yeah. Even more so when this is a teenage girl. Yeah. And he is gray-haired. Yes. This episode is not aged well. <laughs> no, I just. Mm. Could you imagine? And like, I'm sure you can speak to this, but like, older men calling you attractive—it just a... makes me want to pull out my taser and tase them and run the other way. Right, right. You but have it... a taser? 
I have pepper spray. Okay, that's okay. I I knew you had pepper spray. Taser? <laughs> I'll get a taser. Okay, I can get you a taser. Thank you. No problem. It's like just just because this would happen in real life. Like even if like an older mean... man like walks up next to me and doesn't even say anything, I'm running the opposite direction. Yeah, it's it's yeah. spooky. That's yeah, for sure. And like, hey. It's a thing that should maybe be addressed. Like, hey, old dudes don't do this. But, like, that's not what this episode's no. doing. No, no, no not even a little like, bit. Yeah, you know. What is God in this situation? Right, right. You, you know when your mm-hmm. mentor, your yeah. father figure, your, like, I really want to, like, comb through episodes and find, like, Wink mm-hmm. calling Connie attractive. Because, yeah. like, it's had to have happened, right? And their relationship is even closer. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. It's just... It looks so bad on him. It does... It does not look good. No. Don't, um, don't do that. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah. And then they they go to... What? This is... This is Jack and Donna going Jack to... Jack and Donna going to the... Mall. Mall. Yeah. Well, no. So, so Donna is then before before we go. Donna is then like kind of championing her cause of being like, yeah, you know, I'm like dressing this way, but it like it makes me feel really good. Yeah, and, like, it makes are, me feel grown up. Yeah, it's making like, me like make you know people are talking to me and stuff like that. Like guys that didn't like me, you know, or or even yeah, just like people in general are like, right, you know, being She's, more friendly to me because I'm dressing this way. So yeah. like, I I really like this. Yeah. She feels confident. Right. I know. These clothes have given her confidence. And that's the problem. We can't have confident women. Otherwise, who knows what's going to happen? They're going to have a woman woman president. Ew, no. Stop that. Stop it. Uh, There's going to be a first lady that's a dude? First man. Yeah. No. I have so many issues. Anywho, so uh, go shopping. Yeah, Jack and Donna go to the store. Yep, because she wants to get more clothes. She wants more confidence. Yes, because she she's like, this is good. I like this. I will I will do more of this. And Jack is a champ. I like Jack a lot. He's like, are are you sure? Like, I mean, your parents didn't like that dress, and you're gonna go with this. And she's like, yep. You know, I like this. This is working for me. And he's like, well, how are you going to do it around your parents? Like, I'll just, like, wear clothes over it or whatever. Right. And, uh... Yeah, it's, like, it's a it's a great thing of, once again, him being, like... Him not saying, like, oh, yeah, what your parents said is right. But being, like, hey, like, maybe, like, constantly lying from them is going to hurt you more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I... I... So, my sister did this exact thing. Where she would change clothes at school yeah. or change clothes in the bathroom at church because, like, she was wearing something that, like, I guess my dad wouldn't like or something like that. And, like, this it seems kind of larger than life and, like, oh, like, you know, it's just Odyssey kind of telling a parable to get a point across. But, like, this is real things that people really do. Yes. And that is what is more upsetting <laughs> to me than anything. Well, I kind of did that. My mom would, like, drop me off at school, especially in, like, middle school and early high school. Like, yeah. And I just didn't feel comfortable, like, because I didn't want to get a comment from my mom about, like, me dressing too skimpy, even though it wasn't skimpy. It was still dress code. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a 
it's a thing. I don't know. It's it's difficult. I think the only credit I can give to two people like George Barkley is that like my dad in this situation was George Barkley and that was my older sister and now my younger sister is growing up and and has gone through the same thing and he's been so much better with her about it. And instead yeah. of like in superimposing his insecurity on her, he's like being more kind and understanding and like letting my mom do this thing and and letting even my older sister like you know trusting trusting the authority figures in her life that aren't him to to take control of it because he's learned and so the only hope i have for george barclay is that he learns yeah and there is as much as like yeah that this is like super conservative christian culture whatever like kind of a norm it is also i think of a time to an extent too exactly or like yeah and there's something telling about the fact that even though they aired this episode a month ago um they haven't ever released another episode with the theme of modesty yeah this is the one they did yeah and they did it sticking with it (laughs) (laughs) but like right but they did they did one 27 years ago so mm-hmm. like at least it's not this thing that they that they keep like Harping it's not this on. topic they're going to continue retreading for you know that being said who knows next month's odyssey club episode could, could very be. well be on modesty but yeah. like it does yeah the hope is that they've changed at least a little bit yeah <laughs> um yeah. and so basically then uh, donna goes to the store with jack yeah buys more skimpy clothes Jack says, like, are you sure? Skimpy. Skimpy. They do use the word skimpy in there. They do use the word skimpy. And that dress. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. The amount of times that they say that dress in this episode is shocking. Um, And then Donna gives the line, people used to treat me like a little kid, but now I was, or I am being accepted and feeling good about myself. Mm -hmm. And, like, I get that it's played to the point of, like, you're conforming to the ways of this world like they only like you because you think you're like them and you actually aren't like you're wearing you know you're you're putting on the wolf's clothing even though you're a sheep kind of situation but she doesn't like this isn't taking the first step down the windy road of losing her christian morals like she doesn't see it as like i'm dressing skimpily like she I'm doesn't showing see it too as much like, skin. Like yeah. I'm rebelling, so I'm like trying to defy my parents and wear yeah. things that they don't like. She's doing it because she feels grown up and she feels good. Yeah. And as like a 15, 14 year old girl, like yeah, that is so understandable. And you you want to feel that way so bad. Yes. It, it would be different too if she was doing it. To try and get the attention of, yes. of like guys and you know you know find guys to make out with and that <laughs> sort of thing, I think it plays very differently if her intentions are like I'm trying to get something yeah. here, yeah. like from the like I'm trying to manipulate the men by dressing this way. No, she's she feels confident in what she's yep. wearing, and as a side effect, it's being reinforced by the people around her. Right. But As she's opposed not to doing seeking because... validation yes. from other people. Right. Which is a huge thing to note. 
Because, right. like, I, I get, like, seeking approval from your peers can lead you down dark paths. I get that. I think America has gotten into several wars for that reason. <laughs> but, um, like, that, that, that's, you know, understandably very dangerous. But this is entirely, it's like... harmless. Yeah. Yeah. She's not doing it for the wrong reasons. She's doing it. Oh, and she's she... not asking for it by wearing it. Nobody is asking for it. Like, Correct. Like nobody. But let's ever let's make sure we world. hit on that. Like she's nobody not in yeah. history. Yeah, it's like it's not this like the second that you, well they say um, Brad or uh, I think Jack says something later. He says you're dressing like girls they want to go out with but don't yep. respect. Yeah, which it's like. Right, right, but that's an uh, issue with those guys not respecting girls. Yeah. Not an issue with what she's wearing. Yeah. It's how they were raised. They were not raised to respect women. Right. And that's the problem with, like... better parents. Right, with so much, like, modesty culture is it's, like, it puts all the onus on the woman to not lure in the man when it's, like... Teach your boys to respect women for more than just their bodies. Yeah. And then this isn't an issue. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, pick up your cross and follow me. Except for if there's a hot girl. I'm a dude. I get it. Throw off your cross and just go after her. Right. Like, right, right. We Men can't be held responsible for being respectable human beings. If they see a woman showing a shoulder... They're gonna go after that, and well, that's on the girl. Yeah, and the na- and the thing is, like, that's a natural feeling, and so like you have to basically hide your naturalness. You know what? A natural feeling is lying. Like, yeah, what, yeah. What is this? Yeah, I hate this argument. Oh, it's Lord. just <sighs> there's so much frustration I have with it, and like, yeah, it... I understand that if this is a spectrum, and the left is more progressive and the right is more conservative. I am incredibly far left within the spectrum of my community, this audience. I respect that. But I would like to think that looking at it with eyes from 2019, the year of our Lord and Savior, we can all agree that this episode falls a little too far to the right. (laughs) Like, a little little too far. A little bit? Yeah, just, just a little bit. Snitch over the line. Um. Anywho, carrying on, Brad. Brad break, is awful. Yeah, Brad breaks up with Shannon and then asks Donna out. Yep. Cause wait, did they actually break up though? Because they were Shannon on a break said... or something, and then they get back together. Yeah, Shannon oh, later says God. they get back together. He pulled so a Ross and was like, "We're on a break." <laughs> so yeah, he because. Keep in mind, he went to a dance with Mm -hmm. his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. While at that dance with his girlfriend, he looked over and a girl he had previously seen Mm -hmm. took off a jacket. Yep. And he was like, I'm breaking up. All right. We need to talk about that. To that. So he dumps this his girlfriend Mm -hmm. so that he can try and date a girl who is wearing fashionable clothing like yeah who is objectively hotter i guess maybe we don't know that shannon's not hot no and it doesn't sound like shannon is like it's not a thing of like 
Shannon's this person who's dressing like super conservatively. Yeah. No, Shannon like, seems like one of the cool girls. Yes. But yeah, and it it goes along with this whole stereotype of like it's at least coded in or like hit hit on lightly of like girls who dress somewhat revealingly are like easy to get with yeah is like the thing that they're and kind of playing around with well and the idea that like if you dress like this it tears relationships apart like it tears friendships apart and yeah. it tears relationships yeah, yeah. Apart. you just broke up a couple by being you wore that. You, wore that you know dress. how many marriages you know people have destroyed by wearing leggings so many <laughs> Oh, or that dress. Or that, that dress. <laughs> that dress. Heaven forbid they got oh, distressed jeans. If they were doing an episode today, it definitely would be leggings. Yeah, it totally would be leggings. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. It's the 2019 Odyssey Modesty episode. It is. You want to write a spec script with me, Andrew? See if we can get this on the air. Contact Hoobs. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. Oh my word. But we need to make her like really good at karate or something. So like some guy tries to hit on her and she just like chucks him into a locker. Oh, I'm 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 down. That seems like uh the who's the I don't know who current characters are. In Odyssey. Who, yeah, who's the who's the female detective? She feels like she could throw someone in a locker. <laughs> oh, uh Al- Alice? No, Alice. Yeah, no. Alice. No, that, that's the cop in Kidsboro. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that works too. <laughs> yeah. Give Alice a pair Alice of leggings. Thunderbank. And Jane. Yeah, for Never me. forget. <laughs> that's mean. 911. Oh dear. Oh, um so Yeah, Brad's a jerk. Yeah. Brad Kennedy is his name. That man plays Brad football. Brad Kennedy. He he's the quarterback. It oh, he's the quarterback. And he always wears his varsity jacket, even when it's hot out. <laughs> and I have a feeling that, like, Brad is, like, a senior that yeah. dates younger yeah, at least high girls. That... But he seems like that oh. the trope of the high school quarterback that's a senior that dates younger girls. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's... Younger popular girls. That's that's are... probably yeah. fair. Uh, so, uh, the, the thing that I'm realizing now is, like, this is so much fodder for, like, the... I kiss dating goodbye argument of it's like this is why high school dating is always bad always yeah well and we're about to hit the dating moment in this where um where Jack says because um she's talking to Donna's talking to Jack about the whole Brad thing because we never actually hear Brad's voice in this episode yeah um but she and and Brad's like well like you know what you're you're not even allowed like your parents don't even let you date like why like how are you going on a date with brad or like what are you you're going out with brad and she's like look we're just going to we're just meeting at wit's end after school yeah and jack still is like ah! and i'm like jack you literally they did just that did the same that's your move but yeah. this this yeah. idea that yeah i, I just yeah it's bad. brad 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 asked donna out because you know She's now and then doesn't dressing. show up. Yeah, right, right. He doesn't show up he because show Shannon up. shows yeah, up. Shannon. Oh yeah, and Shannon's like, Brad broke up with me because of you and all this crap. And then he's like, and we're back together think- now. You're trying to wait here for Brad. Well, he's not coming. We're dating again. You parade yourself around like you're something special, but you're not. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> I mean. That Burn. cuts deep. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like, 
You mean girl. Yeah, like you are a very angry person and... Well, teenage girls are. Yeah, I guess. There's a lot of emotion. There's so a many. lot of it. Thank you. God, I didn't go to public school. <laughs> oh, you missed yeah. out. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been okay, I think. I would have just probably had a lot more failed relationships. Yeah, because uh, you have so few. Um, yeah, the, that's what I'm saying. We're tackling on to those. <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing with um, with her not being allowed to date is also funny if she's like 15 or 16. Yeah. It's like... What is what is the age here? When is here? she like, allowed? I, I, mm-hmm. I want I want the I want the I mean there's gotta be a dating episode of Odyssey, right? Maybe. <laughs> you bet there. There's gotta be. I mean the the quintessential conservative one is like sixteen. Like yeah. that's like my dad was like, You can't date till you're sixteen, like that was yep. a big thing. Like I know lots of people weren't allowed to date till they're sixteen. Yeah, so maybe that Sometimes is. Sometimes I've heard like the really ridiculous people say eighteen, but that's like, they always end up caving with their kids. Going well, yeah, it's like, how can you control someone once they have a driver's license? Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you cannot. No. Yeah. My, oh my lord, my. Yeah, oh, I guess, I guess maybe the, the dating episode, there's that, there's the, um, is it Jeff uh, and Connie? Like, really yeah. early on? Yeah, but. Yeah, they go out for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, but he's not a Christian, so it ends. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh. Okay. Oh There's yeah. A lot of Odyssey, man. Sorry. Eight hundred episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah. So Shannon comes in, chews Donna mm-hmm. out, storms <laughs> off. Which also like, yeah. I mean, I guess she's just mad. But like, they were going to meet. She was gonna meet up with Brad, but Brad got back together with Shannon before so they had a chance to go out. Right. Yeah. But like they set it up earlier that day, and then mm-hmm. Shannon came and told her off for trying to go out on a date with a guy she just got back together with. Basically. Always blame the other girl. Never blame your boyfriend. That's right. I always forget the golden rule. As the of dating. boyfriend, yes. <laughs> you blame the girl that's trying to break up your relationship, not your boyfriend for being bad. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then Mr. Barkley comes in. Right? No, well, before that, Donna kind of let like spills things to wit yeah because wit's asking like you know why there was this shouting match and all this and donna's kind of filling him in and she has that little like it's one of like the cutaway monologues where she's like you know i don't know why i told him probably for the Mm -hmm. same reason we always tell him things like we trust him which is a great sentiment and really sums up the kid's relationship with wit yeah except that he called her attractive earlier yeah yeah (laughs) we trust him yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. to go upstairs alone with him, and he's gonna. No, God, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't. We're not going no, there. We're not. No. Like, but no, but there's so much of that in the show. Where it's like, oh my lord, there are lots of young women alone with wit. Yeah. Yeah. He's if if nothing else, wit be beyond reproach. Oh, that's like, my mom's favorite thing in the world. I know. You gotta I'm be. Say, yeah, that. I mean, like that is like a classic super christian mm-hmm. thing to say yeah um so it should apply to wit, wit but it's yeah. like 
at the very least, don't leave the door open for opportunity for people mm. to make those accusations. Exactly. Accusations. 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 I know words. I think um, I just com- combined acquisitions with accusations. accusations. It starts the same. Um, and then George comes in. Dun, dun, dun. dun. <laughs> Wait, it's basically like, well, you're not going to be able to keep it a secret much, much longer. longer. And then he and just George walks storms in. George is Donna. And then, oh my lord, he gives, he gives her the line, but you don't know what's going on. You couldn't know at your age. You don't know what people are saying about you. Yeah. but, but... As a girl who was once 15 years old, you know what people are saying about you. You know what you're doing. You know the effect that you have. Even when, like, whether you intended to be that way or not. Yeah. You know. Because all you're doing is thinking about what other people think about <laughs> yes, you. Yes, <laughs> because you are yeah. self, like... Conscious. The con- word is conscious. conscious. Yeah. I almost said confident. I'm like, that's Nope, that's the, the opposite. opposite. <laughs> She's like a self-conscious yeah. 15-year-old. She knows, like, what She's other people are saying. Feel, yeah. Yeah, and it... It's, it's and then he, he says his first line though is he just looks at her and goes, "Please cover yourself cover up." Cover yourself up. Like what is he doing? Is he giving her a blanket? Like what the what what is he doing? I don't know. Just just like cross I a, your arms. I like, have a I was spare like, burka at home. Like. Right. It was just like cover yourself up and come home with me. And it was like, geez, you maybe feel really strongly about maybe this. Maybe she had a jacket that she covered herself in when she went to school in that outfit. Yeah. I that guess that's be, true. That like would she be probably good... has has a jacket like yeah. tied around her waist because mm-hmm. it's the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, could be yeah. a flannel. But, yeah, could be. Mm. Big fan of flannel. Um, <laughs> so, oh, <we> know. <laughs> so, so and then he is just silent. Yeah, she's just like going off, like apologizing, all this stuff, trying to, and he's just doesn't. Cold say anything and it's horrible yeah. yeah and then he says that line that you read off yeah but you don't know what's going on you like you think you know what you're doing but you don't know what's going on you couldn't know yeah. at your age you don't know what people are saying about you yeah. because the whole the whole trope of this episode which we kind of glossed over what jack said earlier was that like because you're dressing this way People are starting to think that you're a kind of person that you aren't, that you've abandoned your faith, that you're easy, that you're asking for it, that you're, um, like, I mean, slutty, I guess would be the word. Yeah. Like, like that Which, you are somehow incredibly different because you, that you are not the same person at all because you yes. put on a different outfit for, like, three days. Right. Which, once again, super bad way to handle that. Yes. Yeah. But, like... Yeah, even, like, going from there. So, the thing I guess we didn't hit on is, so Wit's giving the, you know, this breakdown of modesty or whatever, but Donna's also wrestling with the fact that, like, she just got yelled at by Shannon. Yeah. That things, like, are starting yeah. to go poorly. Yeah. yeah. And she seems to be reaching a spot where she's maybe going to change because the mm-hmm. things in her life are pointing her in that direction. Yes. You mean the men in her life are pointing her in that no, direction? No. Because no. she's going through so many things that like yeah. she's getting backlash for it now. Yeah. Right. And she's starting to feel like the effects, the negative effects, I guess. Parents right. love to tell people about, you don't think about the consequences of right. things. Mm-hmm. But she 
is starting to grapple with the consequences and it feels like she's kind of weighing them out and thinking, you know what, like maybe this isn't the kind of person I want to portray or this isn't like the way I want to to do it or what, like maybe I am going to go back to how I was before, Mm -hmm. which is the decision she absolutely has the right to make. But it's really hard. But she has the equal right to decide to dress differently. Yes. Right. But then what's hard is it feels like she gets to that point where she's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's when she gets caught. Mm -hmm. And that's when all this stuff comes down on her and her dad lays it all out there and tells her she needs to change. She's basically an idiot. But it feels like, wait, but she just got to that point free from that. Like she just kind Mm -hmm. of... She ended up in the same place that he wanted to without him intervening. Yes. Which it's like, hey, maybe like, I don't know, seeing as this wasn't like a like detriment. Right. This isn't a life-threatening thing. Maybe just let your kids like figure Figure. stuff out for themselves. Yeah. Experiment, test it out, and trust them to know like and focus what on being is. supporting and loving so that no matter what happens, they feel like they can come to you. Right. Do not superimpose yourself in on the process that they're having, but when they need help and when they need a shoulder to cry on, they know they can go to you yes. because you love them no matter what and you have not given them condemnation, you have not told them that they are lesser, that you have opened up like, and just been like, hey, like you're becoming your own person. Like, I can't tell you who you're going to become. I can't... I don't know who you're going to become. I'm just going to be here. I love you. I'm going to be praying for you. If you ask for advice, I'll give it the best I can. Right. But as long as I don't see you destroying your life... As long as you are not a danger to yourself yourself or others. others. Like, do you work at a hospital? (laughs) No. It's it's a common phrase, Andrew. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, if that's not the case, like... Go on, like figure exactly. yourself stuff out. It's mm-hmm. literally the story of the prodigal son. Like yeah. it's it's not even that this is an extra biblical thing. Yeah. Like this is this is laid out so many places, and it's hard because this episode basically does it, where she figures out she comes back to the decision that the show wanted her to make in the first place. Yes, on her own. And then is still told yeah. that this is the decision you need to make. Which is so funny that you would talk about the prodigal son. Because in this situation, her father... So if she's the prodigal son that walks away. Her father is the older brother who's self-righteous and is like, What are you doing? Like she sh- Like, she shouldn't be getting grace and love and support because she doesn't deserve it. Because she screwed up. Like, yeah. that's George Barkley in this situation. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it was really tough to be like, wait a second. I, I think literally the lesson of this episode was learned by Donna without her father's influence, but her father's still like the one, like he still He's lays still down the, the walls. Absolute, yeah. It's not her coming to him and being like, like, well, similar to that under the influence episode mm-hmm. where like um, Aubrey breaks down and goes to her dad mm-hmm. and then they're both on the same page. And this mm-hmm. one it feels like she gets to the point where she would break down and go to her dad. And instead her dad's like, look, I make the rules. You don't get a say. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Basically what we've come to is that under the influence is just a better version of this episode in every way. 
And yeah, and so much. <laughs> Go I, listen to our episode of that instead of listening to this one twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-parter, so you get to listen to three episodes, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then... And then uh, Jack shows up at the door. Yeah. Asks if he can go to the mall with Donna unless she's on, and I quote, big time restriction. restriction. Which is my favorite favorite boy band. (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, Jack is like, is super sweet, but he's like, he's like, you know... Uh, I thought I thought Donna might might want to uh, return some some stuff to to the mall, which just left me with wait a second. Did Wit tell Jack all of this? Yeah, I feel like there needs to be attorney client privilege between Mm -hmm. Wit and the kids who sit at his counter. Oh, HIPAA doesn't exist for Wit. No, I feel like because Jack and Donna are friends and peers yeah. for wit to be like look your Yo, friend was just in here just and got she busted. got drug home because she was wearing a refilling outfit yeah <laughs> this is just like stars hollow and gilmore girls where everybody, everybody knows, knows everything, everything about everybody thank yeah. you for bringing that up because we haven't talked about gilmore girls this episode yeah. and it is a requirement I, I thought I about bringing it up earlier and i did it well i just did thank, thank you. you yeah oh, it's uh I mean, oh. yeah. yeah, this, and the, and I think the, the, the big thing is just that George is portrayed by the show as the good guy in all of this because he's, he's like, fully right. He gives you the whole, like, look, I'm just doing the best I can speech. And like, that's the, like, that's supposed to make us sympathetic to yeah, him. Yeah. And then he lays out the wall mm-hmm. as it is so clearly stated in the second or the first timothy verse we're going to hit on later (laughs) so donna um george is like yeah that's 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 great jack and and donna runs upstairs to grab the stuff well and and it's kind of set up as like george is like kind of like okay maybe this one's not so bad yeah yep and then well then he and jack have their heart to heart oh i forgot about that where where George is like, so tell me honestly, what did you think of the dress? Oh my god, this part. Uh huh. And he's like, he's like, well, I like it a lot, but and then for, in unison then, they say for, for all, all the, the wrong, wrong reasons. reasons. Bing. Roll credits. <laughs> oh, Christ on a cracker! It was so awkward. Yeah. Like, dads cannot talk about their daughters that way. Yeah. That is gross. Yeah. Stop that is, it. That is the, the the issue. And, yeah. I yeah I think it's funny that Jack, like, makes mef- reference of it himself, of just the, I don't know, like, the Jack thing of, of being like, you know, I, I liked it, but, but for the wrong reasons, is putting the onus on himself to some extent. Mm-hmm. Where he's being like, yeah, like I she thought the dress great. was attractive, but like it would look better on my floor. But um, but he's like, he's like, I did, I did like like the dress, but like you know, it. I don't know. For some reason, that line where like I don't like George line, George going along with it, it does feel a little bit more like the onus is on Jack to think about things differently yeah. yeah for sure like he's not necessarily saying yeah but uh this whole the whole premise of this 
this episode is Donna buys dress. Dress causes men in her life to sin. Donna returns dress. <laughs> exactly. Which is in no way harmful to anybody ever. And then we go out on Jimmy coming down. Let Jimmy get his ears pierced. Yeah. Oh my lord. I am advocating for him. I I want this for him. I love it so much. Oh man. Or maybe like a septum piercing and a stud in his nose. That's me. <laughs> the audience doesn't know that, but that's me. <laughs> oh. Hey. Resident homeschooler of the Wadfam Shock Pod. <laughs> I saw oh. metal detectors. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... It's, it's an episode. So, it is an episode. Let's, it's a brutal episode, Do you man. want to get into the um, Bible verse? Oh, yeah. So, so the, the verse that is, like thrown out for this Are there episode. discussion questions yeah but they're not particularly hot okay, okay it's yeah they're they're kind of weak yeah questions i mean how much do you think your modesty or lack of it determines your reputation and then the next one is why is it so important to be modest and what does god think about just, it just just a nice turn god because he's wit thinks you're attractive. attractive. Yeah. God is uh, madly in love with you, man. <laughs> there is oh, no is mountain he won't climb up. Madly in love with you. Thank you so much for that. My pleasure. I would also like it on record that this episode has an 85% rating on the oh, AO wiki. no. Which, which is, is low for, for the wiki, but... Uh, yeah. Still, out of 20 Too votes, at 85% is high. Because I give high. it a 5%. Yeah. Negative 100. Where I'm like, I think, like every Odyssey episode, it sounds really good, but the rest of it. Yeah. It I is, have problems with, it is and I think it has I don't like, and negatively affected many people. Yeah. And well, oh, oh my lord, yeah, it's just, the, I think the problem is, like, with this sort of thing that's so upsetting is, like, this is the tool that conservative parents use to communicate moral values to their yes. kids. Like, a Adventures whole in Odyssey, generation of girls that was me. That was this. me. Like, yeah. like, that was, that was, like, so much of my understanding of what I was supposed to be and, like, what was okay and what wasn't was based on modesty. And or, or was based on this show and right. modesty was one of them. Like yeah. I never I was never like confident enough because I kind of saw through it like enough to not tell other people that they were wrong. But I was kind of like, Well, I think that God might want this for you and it's mostly because of this episode of Adventures in Odyssey, like like yeah. for some reason, like because you are Christian media and you are in charge of representing what God wants for people, like when you when you tackle an issue like this, there are literally thousands of people that suffer yeah. the repercussions of handling it. Yeah. And that's why I feel so icky about the fact that it's re-aired a month ago. I know. Because it's like that message is still being pumped out. And there are, like, I was not alive in 92 when this episode aired, and I still knew it. 
Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. And, like, the... Like, in a, I'm in an interesting position, too, where, like, I was huge on Odyssey growing up. That was not at all something that was... That my parents pushed me towards. It was just, like, Odyssey was at the church library, and it was, like, you know, a friend showed me, and I was like, oh, this is great. I can get some, like, every week and listen to it while I build Legos and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it shaped oh, my, my yeah. theological views for so long and it's not even like something like a parent telling you something it's just like oh i let this company from colorado springs like shape the way i think about god yeah oh my um, lord yeah and and, and the thing that you think about media and don't, stuff like that because like there yeah. was the whole plugged in bit mm-hmm. where it was like if i wanted to go see a movie like I'd have to look it up on Plugged In because Plugged In was focused on the family's movie review. And they would talk about, like, even, like, like not even, like, like if there was, like, well, or if there was, like, kissing between, like, two people who weren't married. Like, that would all get brought up in the review as, like, a strike against it. Everything. Yeah. And, And they also. Yeah, you can hear Good Christian Fun does some Plugged In stuff that's better than whatever we'll talk about today. But, like, there is moments where they are like we're, we're plugged in is reading too far into things yeah um but the the problem with odyssey is that because it's christian a lot of christian families don't look into it at all mm-hmm. it's that thing of like if it's if it's got the christian stamp if i can get it from the church library then it's everything good. in it is mm-hmm. sound and it's great for the parents because it's like, well, we don't have to filter this content at all. We know that it's going to, you know, be agree with our values. It's going to be uplifting. It's not, there's not going to be mm-hmm. people swearing and doing drugs. Yeah. But the problem is that like, yeah, that this stuff shapes people in ways that's like maybe intended by the people writing it, but not necessarily by the people like distributing it yeah well and there's also i mean at least for me like there was a lot of understanding from my parents that was like well you know we can we can subscribe to what they have to say like right we can let them be the moral high ground for us right and not have to know yeah you know like right kind of administer it but not prescribe it sort of situation it's like i could go to the church today Mm-hmm. And grab this episode and play it for someone. But if they were to have a conversation about modesty with someone on the church staff, it would not be this episode. No, it would be completely <laughs> different. Yeah. Just no bikinis. Oh, still no bikinis. Those no. are still, I mean, that's, yeah. Satan gets in through the belly button. That's that's been my experience. I mean, that's true. I got stung by a bee in the belly button. Ooh, so yeah. Satan really hits that spot. Good. Yeah, very susceptible. All right. Um, any do any we... closing thoughts? I think we kind of hit on everything. Yeah. From the episode, do Lisa. You what's, what's your? What I don't know. Summarize it. Or it's I don't, I don't bad. Know. <laughs> yeah. Don't take any of this as the end-all be-all for modesty in the christian faith like don't let this decide what you think yeah modesty should be for everybody yeah right right well yeah actually the for everybody is a good point because it's not necessarily that these that the rules in place in this episode or whatever are 
bad or like that people should be what this episode would consider immodest like you do you man yeah like dress in the clothes that you're comfortable with don't feel like you need to wear something that's tighter fitting to like you know because that's going to boost your cred yeah but also don't feel like you shouldn't because guys are going to look at you differently like it's yeah that's that's a yeah a good a good thing to kind of hit on at the end of like it's not yeah so even like the word modesty because i we use it so much like the word to like, what does that even mean like it's just like the state of being unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's ability yeah well that, that's not specifically talking about dress no but like sense. but, but yeah. modesty is like yeah. Yeah, dressing, dressing, behavior, manner intended to avoid impropriety or indecency. Yeah, and so it's so dependent on what the system has defined as as being decent. Like, it's yeah, it's like there's no biblical lines drawn. No, like well, and so I'll read the I'll read the First Timothy thing um, because the the verse that's referenced in that because I just realized we hadn't. 1 Timothy 2.9 I also want women to dress modestly with decency and propriety adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes. That's the verse. With gold or pearls or expensive clothes. Yeah. What is the context for this? What Can I? Can you give me the verse? Um, yeah, so it's, it's uh, 1 Timothy... 2 uh, verse 9 i'll read like 8 to 10 because that gives a little bit more but uh therefore i want men everywhere to pray lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing i also want the women to dress modesty with decency and propriety adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship god Oh God, this is that's a troublesome. That is a troublesome chapter. Actually, reading the rest of it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's from it's from like the, yeah, it's Paul's first letter to Timothy, instructions on worship. That yeah, well, and so the I would say stuff. then it is instructions on worship, and so the, I think what I would understand the purpose of that is, modesty would be associated with humility yes. within the church standpoint. Where yep. it's like, if I'm here and it's about God and God is why I'm here, then I'm not, you know, put, like gold and yeah, like I'm not going to ordain myself and try and take take the glory a away position. from. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, and and the fact that it calls out, you know, elaborate hairstyles, gold, pearls is all of this. Like, it's not like don't show skin. Yeah, it's don't be like. Don't show don't, your shoulders. Yeah, yes. don't demand. Don't God's right. Presence. Don't demand attention. And I guess away the, from God. Right. And I guess the argument would be like, well, men are going to be distracted by your shoulders. Yeah. Well, they're is, they're uh, responsible for their own. Exactly. Focus. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. Is, if yeah, if you're not doing should... it with the like, if you're going in there with with the intention of distracting people, that mm-hmm. is a problem. Mm-hmm. If your intention is not to distract people, then it's on them. Yes, it is like, not your problem. Yeah. If you were there not to praise yourself and worship yourself and you're right. putting yourself in a lower position, no matter like what you may be wearing, that's just yeah. the shirt or dress you're wearing, then yeah. that's not your fault. It's Yeah. Yeah, so 
you're wrong. <laughs> Wear whatever. In, you in want. summation, you're wrong. Yeah. Um, closing thoughts. I'm I'm good closing thought oh, wise. Good, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say I think those I to those were our closing thoughts. Um, plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't have anything to plug this week. I guess. What about What about you, Dylan? You got anything going? Um. On? No, I don't think I'm. I also don't think I'm gonna plug anything. But uh, yeah. but Lisa, what you got? <laughs> I don't feel the need to. You don't want to plug your, your well, Instagram or anything? Not no. really. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll at least put the link in the description to your episode of the Andrew Sabo yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good thing to Go plug. Go listen to that. Because yeah, that is for public consumption. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's worth noting, like, it's a, a lot about you and who you are and mm-hmm. your testimony. It's a lot about my testimony. I was going like, yeah, to it's, it's maybe the I don't it's know. Probably it's probably the best one. Maybe the best episode the best of the Andrew one. Saber. Well, it's oh, got decent. I mean, it's got the best, like, best production mixed with the best Suck guest. it, Nathan. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nathan wasn't the best. The The previous Suck best it. was B-Mails. Yeah. <laughs> or Paige. Paige was pretty good. The, the, yeah, the Brandon episode was always oh, my favorite, but, but yours, I think, did did top it. Yeah. Thank so. you. First Brandon. Brandon oh, yeah. Miller, not the other Brandon that was also on well, it. Oh, what a hero. Too Love many, that guy. Too many Brandons. All right. So, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. It was, it was, a, to it was a joy to be yeah. here. Yeah. So good to, to have someone who's not me or Andrew for an episode. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's a nice oh. break. Uh, Chalk, Chalk Squad, say say pleasant things about Lisa on the internet, okay? Oh. Yeah, if you if you think she's got a nice voice, give us a five-star rating. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on my voice. I, but you hate your voice, and I, I love it. I do hate my voice. Oh, your it. voice is real nice. Yeah, it is. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh, that's what I'm saying. Um, and we'll be back next week with episode 399, Bernard and Job. Continuing our streak of uh, random episodes, random episodes <laughs> chosen by our guests. So uh, look forward to that one, guys, and we'll see you then. Bye. 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 Wadfam Chalkpot is a presentation of Woods Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or focus on the family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpot on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpot at gmail.com. Episode 47, Modesty is the Best Policy, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo. Special guest, Alyssa Brenner. It was edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Finley Weaver, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpot.